BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, Doug Mallard. Hey, Doug Benson. Hey, Todd Glass. Hey, Doug Benson and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our producer, Ryan, that uh, you don't hear from much on the show itself. Uh, of course, my co-host is Other Doug, Doug Mallard. Do you uh, guys know each other? May, uh, maybe back from old Cap City days. We've partied yeah. in groups before, but uh, I don't think we've ever worked together or anything. Yeah, but I, 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 I know you, when I saw your picture, I knew who you were. Yeah. Back in them old Cap days. Wow, Cap City Comedy Club. I don't even, don't get me started. <laughs> it's well, sad. Why, what, are, you, are you mad at it? <laughs> well, I have great affection for it because of some of the people over the years, and I've had just some of the best times of my you know, comedy career there. But the, w later, when I more I knew about comedy, I don't know why they built these cavernous hangers as their go-to clubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, clubs are definitely uh, definitely too big. But I felt I performed there, like, right before things started really getting locked down. and But there was still some fear. And I was I was happy for once to be, like, in a club with a really high ceiling because I felt safer. Oh, true. Yeah, boy, that would be uh, that would be true for the. And then, oddly enough, they're closed during the pandemic. So yeah, so it doesn't matter how big it is. It was an institution. There's no doubt about that. I, yeah. And they didn't build it. The present owners didn't build it. The the other guys who built it had like three clubs, and every time they built a club, like I was always curious to talk to them and go, "Do you feel differently about low ceilings, or do you know about it but didn't adhere to it?" Like I'm not sure which it was. Yeah, well, well, most ceilings are the best for comedy, but the the worst for COVID. So it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's our favorite. Our favorite low ceiling clubs are also the the scariest uh, places to go back into at this point. Yeah, but let's play the theme song, Todd. I want you to hear the theme song, and I want to hear your thoughts about it. Oh, I bet I'll love it. Okay, we'll see. Are you serious? You couldn't hear it? No, nothing. <laughs> Did Todd go deaf? Producer Ryan, why couldn't he hear it? I, I like how he blamed me right it? away. We, we heard it. I heard it for sure. I like how Ryan, instead of thinking something went wrong technically, oh my God, Todd went deaf for 10 seconds. <laughs> Do you did hear it? No, I did not hear it. 
Okay, because, yeah, because it, it felt weird that you would talk during it. Well, after I didn't hear anything for a while, I thought, you know what, maybe I'm supposed to be here. I thought first 10 seconds, I thought maybe there's a glitch. I just wanted to let you guys figure it out. And then I thought, maybe they're playing it. I'm not hearing it. That is so weird. Why would why wouldn't he hear it, Ryan? I, I don't know. I have no idea. All right, play it again. <laughs> I love it. Um, I heard it that time. <laughs> Can I tell you, I oddly did something that maybe let me hear it. <laughs> At first, I just pressed, you know, you, you know how you're on the screen. It doesn't matter who gives a shit. I heard it. I love it. Oh, okay, good. It's, uh, it's got a lot of energy. Yeah, who and, did uh, it? What's that? Who did it? It's um, a, a relative of mine by marriage is a, uh, a drummer who plays in a metal band. And I asked him to, uh, you know, whip up a theme song. And he also, uh, that's his daughter who's uh, singing along. Oh, I love it. And also, I love jingles overall. And they're fun to get there. You know, they give you something to live for in these hard times. They sure do. It's November 19th, 2020, and our guest today is a longtime friend and uh, America's top comedian, Todd Glass. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just reading that that's what it says in your bio. On the <laughs> no, it doesn't. Is that you're the top comedian? No, it doesn't. Don't you swear? <laughs> no, I don't swear. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like to keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for being here. I, I know that you probably aren't really, you know, I know you haven't listened to Wide World of Dugs. Uh, so I'll tell you what the premise of the show is. Uh, me and my friend Doug decided to have a podcast and then that's pretty much the, where the ideas ended. When you say, <laughs> hold on, when you and your friend Doug, you are Doug. Yeah, I'm Doug, I'm other Doug. Oh, well, I, well then why did I say Ryan? Because Ryan was on confused because he's the producer of the show and he said hi to you at the beginning before we started taping. Oh, okay, I got it now. Thank you. <laughs> hi, Doug. Play, hey, Todd. Play that theme song one more time. Not just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> start over. <laughs> but that's what uh, the show is now: is we just bring guests on and confuse them. No, I, I already I get it. I'm not confused. Hello, Doug. Hello, Ryan. And hello, Doug, too. We call you D2 now. <laughs> D23PO. I call him Melly Mel because that's, you know, his, his last name is Mellard. And uh, he calls me DB. But that's if we have guests on that are, uh, you know, going to be confused because they don't know one or both of us. Um, but as we were saying, uh, you know, Todd, you've run across Doug Mellard in the uh, Austin comedy scene. And now Doug is a. Uh, Los Angeles comedian, but currently, uh, what's the expression for it? Quarantined up in, uh, in New Mexico. Oh, yep. well, cool. Are you liking it there? Is it, is, oh, is I, it... I love it. Santa Fe is beautiful city. And yeah, it's, and, and what made you pick that like to go there and quarantine? Well, uh, my in-laws have a house here and they couldn't get here. And, uh, you know, kind of ended there seemed like the right thing to do lower cases 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of well, I love it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He had to share. He and his wife had to live with the, her parents for a, a little bit of the quarantine. Yeah, a month. Yeah, a month of it. That sounds like hell to me. <laughs> oh, w- w- is it or is it? Is it nothing to do with them just living with anybody's parents? But sorry. Uh, yeah, it's no. They're lovely people, easy to get along with. They're really funny, real fun. But you know, there's certain behavior that has to change. You can't just walk around nude or whatever. You know. I mean, I yeah. guess you could, but it might. Well, I bet be your wife weird. loves that—that that they're gone now, so you're walking around nude all the time, <laughs> yeah, playing yeah. with the dog <laughs> while you're naked. You know, it's funny. I've never—I will admit, if I'm all by myself, not even walk around nude, but like my washer and dryer's out back, I might take off my clothes after I work out and then walk to the bathroom naked, and that even makes me feel a little uncomfortable. But um, but when I'm when I'm with somebody, even a significant other, no matter how long we're in a relationship. I never walked around nude. I'm not judging anyone that does at all as comfort level, but I like, I just, I don't know why I'm just not comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. It's nice I, I don't do a gross. ton of that. I just, you know, to yeah. go to the bathroom, that kind of thing. Yeah. Now I love to jack off in the Vaughn's parking lot. Woo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> Wait, Doug, you take off your clothes to go to the bathroom? Is that what yeah, you I mean? Saying? Just like, uh, you know, going from the bedroom to the bathroom to shower, that kind of, you know, just oh, little yeah. thing. Yeah, I get and it. And I meant yeah. more like just walk around in my boxers or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really do that with the in-laws there. Yeah. That's or- why when you're on the road and somebody says like, you know, even in the beginning of your career where it might've helped you, you know, now the clubs pay for the hotels, it doesn't matter. But even then, like I would say, no, it's just getting up at somebody else's house. It's just like, it's not fun. Oh yeah. Unless you know them really well and you're sharing a house with people. But if it's someone that you're not a friend with, then it's just awkward, you know, going to the bathroom or are they going to hear you? Ugh. today when i went to the bathroom my uh butt made a noise that sounded like hip hip and so i just quietly (laughs) said to myself hooray (laughs) (laughs) should we just end the podcast on that that's it yes thanks for coming everybody (laughs) appreciate your time um hooray i'm gonna uh tell todd more about our podcast that he's now a part of um we got into a a little bit in earlier episodes uh into and and we'll do it again today uh people's names you know the 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 first name you're given you know your first name that your parents choose is uh can really have a strong uh effect and impact on the the life you lead and so the first question I want to ask you, Todd, is how, how have you been with the name Todd? Are you like, do you do you like it or did, was there periods of time where you, in your life where you weren't that into it or? How? Well, I used to I don't know if I was serious or joking, but I used to say like when I was like 12, 13, 16, 17 in that area, um, there's no Todd's must die early because I don't know any grandpa Todd's or uncle Todd's. Um, now you do, but back then you didn't. So that was always, I guess I had to come to terms that it was a newer name, you know, and then George Carlin had that bit about, remember when people had names? Now there's Todd. 
Um, I was like, oh, <laughs> well, that must have scarred you to have a, a great comedian like that saying Todd's not really a name. <laughs> Luckily, I got <coughs> I got the irony and, and at least it wasn't socially punching the wrong person. So I was fine with that. But I, I mean, I, my well, that's name. What we, that's what we have to deal with as Doug's is that it's often like and I feel Todd's kind of the same way. It's often a name that like when a character walks in and they go, oh, Doug's here. It's usually like it's already supposed to be kind of funny. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, um, here comes Todd. <laughs> and then like there was Bill that Murray character, character on SNL. On, uh, SNL. Right, uh, with um, uh, Bill Murray and um, the great, um, I'm forgetting her name, and it's embarrassing. Gilda Radner. You know I'm just Gilda Radner. To figure it out. Gilda Radner, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gilda Radner, of course. Yeah, the, the, Todd, Todd, stop it, Todd. Todd. <laughs> uh, but then my full name Todd Glass about, you know, when I started doing comedy and then into that, I never thought that was a good name. I, I knew there were names I wanted. Johnny Colorado, I thought would have been a great stage. Name. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but now I'm OK with Todd Glass. I like because people be like, oh, that's a good stage name. And you think maybe they're just saying it. But then you're like, OK, I'm, I'm all right. So I'm fine with Todd Glass now as an adult. I think Glass is a cool last name. Yeah, it's a rad stage name. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the Todd part that I have a problem with. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you how many, watch your... <laughs> <laughs> like Doug and I didn't know a lot of Doug's growing up. How many, did you know other people named Todd? No, I didn't. I knew one Todd and, you know, now I'm an adult. I can, I can uh, understand people that are, you know, different. Back then, I just thought he was really weird. And he was a friend of my parents' kid. And um, and then there was another Todd that I knew that was okay. But yeah, the one Todd that, that we knew real well, uh, he was really weird. And I was like, oh, does my name have to be Todd? That guy but, had a um, screw loose. But I knew two Todds, two. Two Todds, T2. I tried to actually, wanting a nickname, I'm not even joking. And this is when I was like 20, so I wasn't 13. When I was 20, I knew this kid, his name was E4 because he was Edward IV, and in his family, it was just easier to call him E4. And I, not jokingly, seriously tried to call myself T1, and that would not stick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> T1. It just sounds like a type of car or something. I was like, call me T1. I thought it might stick, you know? I mean, um, we could start doing it now if you'd like. No, nah, now I'm all right. I tried a few. One was I knew I was someone's on their speed dial back in like 90. I was a seven. So I'm like, just call me seven. But that didn't <laughs> stick either. Now I just decided Todd would be okay. There was a whole episode of Seinfeld where they were arguing over people wanted to name their baby Seven because they thought it would be such an original name to give a baby. Why? Because it is it good luck? Is Seven? Oh, as I'm. No, just because you know they were thinking that it just sounded cool because people don't usually name their kids numbers. So they thought you know. Yeah, you like know you. It's George Casanza came up with it. And There's a of lot of names that eventually work for somebody, but if I was a parent, even though I get it, there's some names I would not sign off on because I would think it would make a kid's life too hard. Forget about the last name. Even sometimes last names, people should fucking change. Right. But 
uh, first names. Oh, you're giving your kid a hard name. I, I don't know the reason behind it. Have you guys ever talked about that type of thing? Yeah, a little bit. You know, um, it, it is. It if you do have an odd name, it uh, if you have a Todd name, it's uh, it can be a little uh, rough. But also, it feels like people that have strange names often become you know, that that kind of launches them into celebrity a little bit because they're already uh, unusual and getting extra attention just because of their name. So that's why I think a lot of celebrity names, uh, you know, kind of there's a lot of celebrities with kind of weird names. Yeah. And then it, and then it becomes cool. So basically, sometimes, you know, I would just tap out and let people name their kids whatever they want, because it might, you know, it might sort of it's fine. Maybe their grandparents were named that name. I don't know. But and the kid and also a kid can always change what people call him very easily. What about right. uh, what about the uh, well, yeah. And some kids get stuck with a nickname that they hate just because they, you know, did you know, they shit their pants once and the rest of their life. They're called <laughs> Shardy or something, you know, I know there was a kid growing up. I don't even know if it's true, but they used to call him whack, whack, louderback. Because his, <laughs> his, his parents owned a moving company called Louderback Moving Company. And the legend has it that he got caught masturbating in the bathroom. This is like when I was 18. And then uh, they said his name. When I met him, his name was already, oh, Whack Whack. And then uh, I don't know if he liked that or not, but you never know. <laughs> I would imagine not. <laughs> There's people Googling. Like a, it sounds like a duck with a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. Um, yeah. Whack, Yeah, that's uh, do you, do you have any way to get in touch with that guy? See if people still call him that as a, uh, an older adult? Well, I haven't mentioned this even in 20 years. And I was thinking, like I was, I was going to say before that I wonder if people right now are Googling Louderback Moving Company. Does it even still exist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is anyone there? Uh, you know, how about Ryan? This is when Ryan should step in. <laughs> Ryan is like uh, probably barely paying attention at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm so but, pissed at him. But he can look it up if he wants to. Oh, how do you spell Louderback? Hey, everybody. Producer Ryan here. <laughs> uh, looks like they are still in business. Lansdale, wow. PA. There you go. That's right. Wow. wow. So he probably took over the company, the whack whack. What if what if you called just to see and he yeah. they, and he they answer, he goes, uh, whack whack, uh, can I help you? Louderback <laughs> <laughs> moving services, whack whack speaking. Yeah, Whoa. right. That's how Louderback, oh, whack wow. whack, how can I help you? Do you think they would get it if you, if somebody call if they, they got a phone call and they so, the, somebody just asked for whack whack? <laughs> oh my like, god. Is whack whack there? Send- I don't want to even send trouble someone's way, but they'd have to. I mean, see, I don't know if it's even true, but I know that that was definitely what they would call him. Maybe they didn't call them that to his face. See, now I'm getting nervous because what if that's something they never said to his face? Oh, God. I just knew him peripherally. And my friend, I don't want, I'm, I'm starting to exclude all names now, but a friend of mine told me the story and she goes, I go, and, but I, I, I knew the guy, but I didn't know him well, but, but he, the, definitely the story is true. Now, what if it, again, they just said that behind his back. I don't think they did. I think they said it to him. So I, I'm going to be okay with it. <laughs> it's going to come back to him after Hello? 30 years. 
<laughs> Hello, Louderback. Furn- Wait, was it a furniture store? No, it's a moving company. Okay. Hello, Louderback Moving Company. Hey, is Whack Whack there? No, he went uh, south for the winter. Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about people that give their kids like they have multiple kids and they give them all names that begin with the same letter Um, I guess it's all you know I'm so opinionated in so many ways like you know social issues I get so and then when it comes to something like this I think should I just say um, I guess I'm all right with it. I, I don't, it doesn't, I, yeah. I mean, seems like, I don't know. I would want to come up with names I liked rather than being locked within an initial. Uh, so right. I would never do it myself, but if it works for other people. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, uh, you know, uh, alliterative where they give them the first names begins with the same letter as the last name. Like, how would you feel if your parents, if your name was Gary glass, I'd rather not, but I guess. Okay. I well, I'm, I'm sorry, Todd, but that's your name now. It's Gary. <laughs> oh, no, no, dog. Are, are you still there? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to put this, put a stop to this. I, I think as kids, you would probably like the alliteration when you're small. And then as you got older, you just massive eye roll every time you have to introduce your family. Total embarrassment. It's hard. Like also when your name goes from, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Peter to Pete or Sammy to Sam, like to get people to go with it, you know? Um, but I always, you know, I'll, I'll go with it. If somebody, whatever it wants, whatever they want to be called. I don't know why anyone named Richard would be okay with being called Dick. I, <laughs> Doug, it's too serious of a conversation. And it seems like it's a silly conversation. I don't and will never get that. And I knew somebody and I used to be embarrassed when they were coming over. So I would just say rich, even though that's not the name they went by. I don't understand that. Like, why would you be okay with Dick? I don't get it. Yeah, it's weird. It's a Have weird. you ever asked somebody, you should get someone on this show that their name is Dick and find out why they're okay with that. Why they didn't put that to a halt at a very young age. Not a bad idea. <laughs> I'll never yeah, it's a, it's a It's a weird one. But I, also I, knew someone... don't, I don't get how you extrapolate. I don't know how you get, get Dick out of Richard. Well, yeah, that's another, that's a whole nother. That's my my name's William, call me Dick. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. What William to Bill? Robert to Bob, you know, like there's a lot of names like that, but Richard to Dick is definitely the weirdest one. Yeah, but it's yeah. also just funny that they're like, like Todd was saying, like Rich is a perfectly good shortening of sure. Richard. You know, Rob is a perfectly good shortening of Robert and Will is perfectly good for William. I don't know where they get these Bills, Bobs well, and Dicks. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever Googled that? Like, cause we're, we're talking about two things now. One is, okay, why, how did it happen? And two, okay, it happened, it's done. Why would you like I knew once I knew like when I was younger, he was older. So I eh, for him, I was like, oh, he's like a 60 year old guy. His name's Dick. He doesn't care about life. You know, he's just 60, ready to die. Mom, I'm kidding, obviously. But but it is true. But then I knew someone younger. And then I was like, I never asked them. And we were close friends. And I never said, hey, why do you go by Dick? Like, don't you want to? It's just too much. It's like, really? 
it's there's an elephant in the room every time you say your name. An elephant dick. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wendy, but my friends call me Vagina. What? Right. <laughs> it's well, the that's same just because she has a windy vagina. Wow. <laughs> Now but, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're really figuring this shit out. <laughs> Finally, somebody's got to the bottom of this stuff. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think now, what dicks do we know? Do we know anyone named Dick? I mean, famous. So that helps a little, but what? Like Dick Clark or Dick Cavett or Dick? Yeah, I'm trying to think of any, like, are there any young comedians named Dick something? I can't think of one. I can't either. So maybe it's been kind of phased out. Oh, maybe when that happened, although no, when my friend, was there a period where dick did not mean penis? And then, but still, so. still, Doug, your question has to be answered. That's a separate question. But I get it. If dick never meant penis, then why? Then, okay, you don't mind however the nickname happened. But how did the nickname happen? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> how and when did this start and someone when did... knows the answer don't you think there's an answer to this question let's get a, a dick expert on <laughs> let's get a urologist <laughs> yes call urology places and ask them your listeners say i know i have a weird question i don't want you to think i'm a lunatic but how did the name dick get started yeah, whack, i'm whack fascinated know? with the idea of young dick <laughs> like well. <laughs> I mean, also because like they call a little a little dick they call Dicky, Dicky right? Barrett from the Boston's and the announcer on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah, Dicky. Which I'm, I'm Dickie. looking at I'm looking at Dick's famous dicks, and they all tend to be uh, you know a, a full grown adults. That like wanna... like, you're, like you're saying you know like Dick Van Dyke he's old so like sure Dick. But it's funny when I think of Dicky Barrett, I never even blinked at that that just sounded like a you know just a cool a cool name actually i didn't even here's dickie barrett but it is dick dickie right <laughs> but dickie does Ooh. sound better for some reason <laughs> yeah it sounds cool like did people call richard pryor dick dick pryor no they, they did because i knew a lot of richards i even know a richard that my friend went out with and um he never referenced, we never even, it was never even a joke. It was never brought up. It was like, his name was Rich. I know another Richie, friend of mine's kid, Richie, never brought up. I think, how does it happen? I'm not even joking. Like, again, forget about <laughs> why it happened and how did that become a slang name? Okay, put that aside. Then who lets that happen? Well, you know that big guy that plays uh, Jaws in the James Bond movies and he's got the metal teeth and he was, he was in a ton of movies because he was just a huge man. His name is Richard Keel, but his friends called him Dick Keel. Wow. <laughs> I, that's a, I would not be able to call it. I mean, maybe I would call a giant man Dick if he requested it. <laughs> call but, me Dick. Yeah. Dick Wolf. Dun, dun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I'm, I can't I can't find any young dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. It's so it's like 
It's like, I want to say, well, Todd, maybe you need to grow up. But no, look, certain things are what they are. And when you're a kid, you don't want to break it down and analyze and go, why is that silly? It just is. So I'm like, I want to know, like, at a certain age, like, I would just never let that happen. And if it ever started, like, like I have a friend, this might sort of relate a little, but how you have to stop and you can't stop a nickname sometimes. But what you want to be called, and his name was Harrison, which is a great name. And he told me once when people used to call him Harry, he couldn't overreact. He wanted to stop it, but he, he couldn't overreact because then it would stick for Harry. So he'd go, I, oh, I always go by Harrison because uh, in my family, there were two Harrisons. There was and one went by um, Harry and the other went by Harrison. That's so whenever I hear Harry, I, I just never respond. But he didn't act like he minded. It was just and then he goes and that worked, which he said was a lie. But if he went, oh, uh, don't call, what are you calling me Harry for? My name's Harrison. That Then they would just get off on calling him Harry. So he made up the story and then it just worked. And then when he said why, like, oh, I won't even respond to uh, to Harry. So don't even, you know, don't even try it. I think that like Dick, like became a kind of a okay thing to call um one half of a comedy duo because there was two famous comedy duos the smothers brothers and rowan and martin where one of the two guys is named dick and so it's funny to be like it's a funny word kind of subliminally to be throwing around all the time without it actually being about penis to just be like going listen dick or hey dick like it just is already kind of funny um do you dick think Butkus, they knew that dick buttkiss can you imagine why would a person <laughs> what's wrong with the last name Butkus be like, call me Dick? You know, I met a couple uh, after a show in, in uh, the, uh, the helium in Phoenix in, uh, in Portland. It doesn't even matter. But anyway, and <laughs> which was it? it? It was Portland. And I remember we were sitting at the bar after the show and somehow it was a, it was a guy and his uh, wife and they were a young couple. And he had some last name that was like, it doesn't really matter, but it was like, uh, what are the weird last names like Wiener or, you know, and she didn't really want it. And whatever she told me, her last name was was really cool. And I, I told them I, I was out of the bar, but I was being serious. I said, can I tell you something? And, and I said to his wife, you're going to like this. What, 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 tell me what this is about. Why do you like this? What it, is it your identity now? Is it like, be honest with me. Like, why wouldn't you want to just take her last name and not put your whole family through this. And um, she's, when I said identity, she goes, I think that's what it is. And that's the, the, the bulk of the conversation that I remember. But uh, I remember thinking I could help her. Like if, if he hears it from a third party, just not mincing words, just fucking stop it already. Change your name and you'll get, you'll get used to it. <laughs> it didn't go through to them. Well, she loved it, but I don't think it changed his mind. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah, some dicks can't be uh, <laughs> can't be convinced that it's a terrible name. I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, you I, might I, go Peter. Peter is also, but it's not as prof. It's not as. It's not as. I don't even need to say it. Everyone knows what I mean. Yes, we get it. Peter also could mean it, but it's it's not as bad. And guess what? If my name was Peter, I'd probably just go with Pete. Pete Holmes. Holmes. Pete Holmes. Peter Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really interested. Uh, this Dick thing is really fascinating to me because, like, also there's the the great comedian Dick Gregory. Like, it's like 
but it's like, how did they get through their young years being called Dick all the time? I mean, I understand why uh, Dick Cheney became so terrible because <laughs> everybody was calling him a dick his entire life. Oh. But then a lot of dicks are just super chill, nice people, you know, like that's, uh, you know, I guess part of it is it just depends on, you know, whether you're going to want to lash out at people for calling you that your whole life. And it's funny because when I hear Dick Gregory, I don't, I don't want to overthink it now. I don't think about that, to be honest. I just think, oh, Dick Gregory. Like, I don't right, think. Yeah, because like, he's a distinguished, like Dick Van Patten, the, you know, he was the father on Eight is Enough. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah respected comedy actor so you know everybody was cool with uh, him, him being named dick but, but aren't you also curious where that started that, which is again the separate question I, I, but i found a possible origin do you guys want me to read it sure yeah it says the name richard is very old and was popular during the middle ages in the 12th and 13th centuries everything was written by hand and richard nicknames like rich and rick were common just to save time Rhyming nicknames were also common, and eventually Rick gave way to Dick and Hick. Hick? Hick. I've never heard Hick, but... Oh, my God. That's what I want to call the next Richard I meet. <laughs> Can I tell you? I think that's the, a good... That's probably the right answer. Yeah, I guess I they just wanted to rhyme... got it from the internet, so it's probably true. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not always true, you know. How crazy but, um... was it... How crazy was this that on Bewitched... Uh, Dick York was replaced by Dick Sargent. Wow. Yeah. That's... Isn't that weird that just one Dick leaves and another Dick comes along? <laughs> there was a producer that was like, this is how it has to happen. I'll only cast a Dick. We got to get a new Dick in here. <laughs> There's a new Dick in town. But yeah, Dick Godier, Dick Sean, like a lot of comedic personalities from TV and movies and stand-up are named Dick. But I can't think of any ones that exist now other than like, you know, Andy Dick, but that doesn't count. Oh, Andy Richard? Yeah. <laughs> Andy Richards, right. <It's laughs> Why didn't he change it? Um, well, this is, I'm so glad we got uh, so deep into Dick because we've, <laughs> so we've been talking about Doug's for uh, a long time and uh, it's nice to change it up. Uh, Let's go to a brief commercial break and uh, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. That wasn't wow. so bad, was it, Todd? <laughs> no, that was great. I love when there's a quick commercial break. We're here with Todd Glass and uh, talking about dicks. And Todd <laughs> Berry is a Todd that uh, I know. Yes. Very funny comedian. And then I, I think that might be it for me with Todd's. Do you know any Todd's, Doug? Just Todd Berry as well, I believe. 
Todd McFarlane, a famous artist, but I don't know him. <laughs> right? Just yeah, I don't know him. It. Who's the most famous Todd, do you think? Is it Todd Glass? Well, the way you find out is you ask Siri who each of us are, and then if, if it answers both, then it's a tie. If it doesn't answer, then you know. You can just ask Siri a question like that? Well, it'll come up sometimes, and sometimes it won't. Are you near Siri? <laughs> We're um, always near Siri. I'm not near a Siri. But I am. Hold on. All right. Oh, I knew it. Todd Merriman. No. <laughs> Hold on. Siri. Siri. <laughs> oh, no, Alexa. Alexa. Who is... Hold on. Do I say Siri or Alexa? And the thing you put um, in my house, I get confused. The one in your house is Alexa. Alexa, <laughs> who is Todd Berry? According to Wikipedia, Todd Berry is an American stand-up comedian, actor, and voice actor, best known for his deadpan comedy. Berry was born in the Bronx, New York, and grew up in Florida. He graduated from the University of Florida. How long is Alexa going to talk about this? <laughs> All right, listen, Alexa, enough already. <laughs> now, hold on. Well, stop, Alexa. God, stop. she loves Todd Berry. <laughs> she really does. Okay, here we go. Alexa, who is Todd Glass? According to Wikipedia, Todd Stephen Glass is an American stand-up comedian originally from Philadelphia. Okay, so it's, it's a tie still. Alexa. <laughs> I, this leads to a random uh, another question uh the name alexa from here on out is that just done it does seem like a weird choice to give to your child because like especially if you're like yelling across the house you know which alexa are you asking <laughs> yeah. for the one that's gonna tell you all about todd berry or the one that's your child <laughs> well Shouldn't you be shouldn't you be able to change the name on these? I tried once. I remember asking somebody about three years ago, hey, can we change what we call it? Or and I don't remember what answer I ever got back. Oh, that'd be a good one too. I, I'd like to ask Siri, hey, do you mind if I call you something else? And then if oh, let's Siri add, says yes, then then just start calling it that other name. Let's try it. Just out of curiosity. Okay. Alexa, can I call you something else? Sorry. I'm not sure. Alexa. What? Can you do anything but Google shit? <laughs> Here's something I found on the web. According to mondaymag.com, a Google map search of Shits Creek brings up the location of Bob's garage. Oh, I know. Alexa, pipe it. She must just go off about things sometimes. Are you ever just having a conversation in your home, Todd, and you ask a question and, and Alexa starts yapping about it? Yeah, it's the only time, and I don't think it has, I don't doubt the government listens to, you know, all that shit. I don't doubt it, but I don't think it's then. But it freaks you out because you're all, you know, you know, you're sitting around, and you're like, what the fuck? Right. It's easy to set off sometimes. One, one funny uh, prank with Alexa or uh, is you set a timer. You have a friend, let's say your friend Dave's coming over. Uh, about midway into the time that Dave's going to be there, set a reminder for Siri or Alexa to say, uh, time to assassinate your friend Dave or whatever. Uh, it's a nice little joke. It's, nice little joke. And it's, it is so <laughs> fun to do and I forget. And I will give credit about uh, a comedian, uh, Jack Hackett, and also uh, Cam Gavinsky. Every time they come hang out at my house, they do it. And it cracks me up. Like um, <laughs> it, they leave and it's like hours later and it goes, 
Todd, don't forget to jerk off vigorously. And then I never think there's another one coming for some reason. And then, then a few hours later, it's just so funny. It's, it's Wait, all, so they can do that to yours? Yeah, they just. Oh, they, I didn't yeah. know anyone could command it or whatever. That's great. Well, it doesn't. They they're not set up to just know the voice of their uh, so-called owner. <laughs> you know, they have uh, free will. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I never thought about that. That's such a. If I, if I ever go to somebody's house again, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, set up there so if you you just have to say uh alexa at 11 p.m don't forget to remind me to you know whatever and then it'll do it yeah and i think if i remember correctly it says it in their voice oh wow oh but, really which i didn't ask any questions about that night but i do remember they just did it like a week ago and one of them they did while i was there because i just got up to go to the bathroom we were hanging out out back and when I got back, I forget what it said, but it was so funny. He couldn't wait to do it. It was something negative, like, hey, don't forget to, you know, get your friends out of there because they're boring, you know, after nine. And then they go. But he, no one could hear it saying it. So all of a sudden, Jack's like, wait, Todd, what, what is Alexis saying? Hold on. Everyone quiet. What is it saying? And then when it said it, he goes, oh, God, that is so offensive. <laughs> <laughs> so pushing the bit. <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry. That story sucked. And because of it, I'm oh, going to take my, these life. are, these are great friends. <laughs> uh, uh, Alexa, tell Todd to remember to kill himself later. <laughs> oh, this is <got> dark. <laughs> you know, one time I told a friend of mine that, uh, trying to get people to stay here. It is dark, but it's like the sense, you know, most comedians joke about it. And, um, and we also get that it's sad too. Uh, but uh, I, I had a friend, they were all getting ready to leave. And I, and I, and I told Rory Scovel and I go, all right, well, I'm probably just going to kill myself to be honest. Cause like lately I've been a little depressed and when you guys are around it, you know, so I'll just probably kill myself. And then they left at around 11. And then at about 12 o'clock, Rory texted me, Todd, just reminding you to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was laying in bed, kicking my feet up in the air because it's so silly. Like, don't forget to kill yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I wish Rory was still with us. Oh, I loved him. He was great. But you know what? He's, he's, at, a, he's at a good place. He's at peace. Yeah, he's got a family now. He has a family now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear from him as much now that he's got a family. Um, Todd is also a last name sometimes. Yeah, I did have a friend. That, oh, Harrison's last name was Todd. What? Harry Todd? Ha <laughs> <laughs> And I remember one time, you know, stories are so long ago that you, you get the, you remember the gist of them, but I remember getting pulled over in his car. I was driving his car and uh, somehow the cop was like, wait, your name's Todd Todd. I go, oh no, no, this is not my car or something like something happened in that nature. But um, yeah, his last name was Todd Harrison Todd. Now that's a pretty good name. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I mind Todd as a last name, but it's, it's another thing that gets weird when people's last names are sound like first names. Uh, some of them are, you know, hard to get used to. 
You know, with this, I know I'm morphing into another subject, but with, I don't know if it's with my dyslexia or, you know, what it is, but I also, and also you want to remember people's names. You want to remember when you've had a friend for years and now they have a new significant other and you, you, you want to remember their name. But what throws me as an MC when, you know, if I'm MCing a show or, you know, more back in the day, but I, you know, I still MC shows here and there. Um, the, the, and, and I wonder how many we could think of Greg Craig, Carolyn, Caroline, I know Brian Regan has a bit about that. Those names, like, why the fuck is that, did that ever happen? Do you know what I'm talking about? That, you, that there's, there's such a thing as a Carolyn and a Caroline, like it's spelled or, exactly the same way, but two different pronunciations? Well, or, or they're spelled different, but Craig and Greg. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's they've got a, you know, much like I was saying, Doug's, you know, kind of have a complex for being like considered to be like, you know, a silly name or a goofy name. I think that people that have a name that's so similar to another name, they must also kind of develop a complex because they probably get uh, people saying the wrong one a lot. And some are very snappy about uh, telling you when you say their name wrong and others just let it go like co-host of this show, Doug Mellard. I call him Doug Mallard for the longest time. He never <laughs> corrected me. I it's it happens too often. I gave up a long time. Yeah, ago. he just gives up on it, Todd. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, I'd rather that because listen, if somebody is doing it on purpose, then you're somebody you probably wouldn't want to hang out with. And that happens, but very rare. It happens, okay, for someone that might be going through that at a workplace where a hierarchy where they're purposely forgetting your name. But most of the time, overwhelmingly, it, they're just accidentally doing it. It makes sure. you feel like shit when you fuck up someone's name. So I would lean towards what you do because – at least it's not making someone feel uncomfortable, but there's probably middle grounds because, hey, I know what it's like to have someone spell my name with one one D and I don't like it. I would never say anything, but it's like, hey, what are you, T-O-D, really? But yeah, I mean, I want to say someone's name properly, but if the fact that you don't say anything at all, you, you just don't take it personally. I bet if you no, think it's, you're going- It's an easy mistake and it's a weird last name. It's not, it's whatever ancestor's fault. It's not <laughs> the person yeah. that's saying it wrong. And that's and like also, if, somebody, if somebody has a similar name and they get upset, that's on the parent. That's not on the person saying it, you know? Right, right. And, and also, tell me if I'm correct, if you're going to get in a long-term friendship with somebody when it's relevant to just maybe correct them, do you you, do, you do that sometimes? Uh, sometimes, but honestly, like, at one point I had a relative ask me, do you say Millard or Mellard? And that was the first time where... I heard it as an option. I was like, I thought you had to stick with what you were born with, but she was in real estate and she went with Millard because she thought that more people heard it correctly that way or spelled it correctly. But but then some people jump to Mallard because that's a word they know. Right, right. And but because I'm, you have duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, and duck, duck Mallard. It's so close to that. Oh my God, yeah. That's wild. Daffy Duck Mallard is here. <laughs> uh, new nickname. Um, T1 and Duck Mallard. Also, though, Todd, <laughs> T-O-D, when they spell it that way, that's an abbreviation. It stands for that old dick. <laughs> that old dick. <laughs> Toad. 
<laughs> so tell us about your podcast, Todd. What what happens on the Todd Glass podcast? You know, it's weird. You never I always I never really explain it if I had to. I I guess I try to it doesn't happen. You don't think about it when you're starting it, but I try to make like this playground where people can come in and definitely not feel like they're in the real world. Like the minute wherever it's been, it's, it was once somewhere else. Now it's behind my house. And just when the doors close that you just feel like sort of like Dis not Disneyland in the sense of what they're trying to create, but they don't think of the real world, you know, just, this is like this silly, fun, safe place. And, um, through lighting and through music and the chair that they're sitting in. And so, and just silly. Were you really asking me or did you, you don't care? No, I really <laughs> am because it, I feel like it's like, it's kind of a, anything can happen. It's just whatever you and your guests are, you know, feeling and just basically like a hang with you. But yeah, also well, sometimes people like to have like a, you know, well, but what, well, what is it? What's the, you know, how do you describe it? You know, in the early days of the podcast, I used to say this a lot because we would be being really silly. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit, I love bits. I mean, just can't get enough of bits. And you have a sound person there that is willing to orchestrate your bits with sounds, which I think people know what the word theater of the mind is. They think they know it. They say they know it. And if you ask them to write a one, you know, a quarter, a few sentences describing what theater of the mind is, they could all do it, but they don't know what it means. And Theater of the mind, there's no bigger budget. No movie ever in the history of the planet has had the budget of theater of the mind. Theater of the mind, if 35,000 helicopters come over the horizon, that's a sound effect away from happening. So that's definitely one element as we're doing bits. Right now we have a, a comedian, his name is Max Beasley, and he does the drops. Oh, yeah. And I love, he's very funny, that's and he great. just started. Do you know Max? Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. He is. He's really funny. He's from Denver and he just started doing the board and it's great to have a comedian behind the board. So you're doing bits and then someone's just waiting there to orchestrate it with some sound effects if necessary. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's the bits, but sometimes we'll be doing a bit and we'll be being really silly. Doug, quit it, Doug. <laughs> and then we'll start talking serious and when i first started doing the podcast like the guests would apologize they'd be like oh i'm sorry i got all serious and i would always go no when we're sitting at our house or around wherever we're hanging out and we're being silly and then something serious comes up nobody apologizes it just let it take its course but mostly i really do like the guests to feel safe and never judged and just to be as silly as we possibly can or as serious as we possibly can. And um, I just made the studio, I mean, like crazy COVID friendly. I mean, I put up without getting boring, you know, it's in probably was an old carriage house back when the house was originally built, but someone changed it into a garage. So picture of a two car garage and split it right down the middle with plexiglass floor to ceiling. And then, took one half and split it again. And one half is Max Beasley. And the other two pods are me and the guest. Both have a separate sliding door to outside. There's a HEPA filter in each one. It is absurdly safe. And once the lights go out, we, we did our first one back there last week, the, the walls go away and you put your headphones on. So I'm like excited to be able to do the podcast again in the studio. And it costs me a little bit of money, but it's so worth it to, to, cause it might be another year before 
you know, it, you know, it might be a while before people are comfortable at least going into a small room like that. Right. Yeah. But even once, uh, you know, even once people do get comfortable, if there is, you know, widely distributed vaccine and people are, you know, able to gather, it still sounds like a, just a cool setup. Like it still seems like it wouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, it wouldn't make you feel like you're in a COVID situation. It would just you no. feel like, uh, you know, cause I, I feel like before this happened, before COVID became a thing, I feel people were being too risky with passing the flu around. Sure. You know, like I, I think things, I, I, I like the fact that, you know, people are being discouraged from like, like, touching hands so much and, and yeah, they're, uh, they're through obviously you know through a lot of heartache for a lot of people I'm, we're neither of us are writing that off but a lot of us have talked about there will be there will be things that it's like it's like the microphone at a comedy club like i promise you i will not be the comedian look there's going to be a gray area where we have the vaccine then my walls step in the podcast studio there absolutely will be a day when those walls come down and i hope it happens but there'll be certain things like I am never using someone else's microphone at a comedy club again. Yeah. We shouldn't yeah, have been well, doing that anyway. Yeah, you're especially but, not going to do the bit where you put the whole microphone in your mouth. Oh, that <laughs> I stopped doing. How fucking gross was that, Doug? Oh, now that I wow. think about that. Oh, yeah. People used to do all sorts of stuff with the microphone that I'm just like, why, why, why was that happening? <laughs> I, I, I took a microphone cap off once because it dented. And you know, like a lot, I just smelled it. And after that, I went, oh, my, uh, like, maybe, <laughs> like, start to barf a little. Oh. But um, with, with the podcast, every single week, I go in there with isopropyl alcohol, wipe the microphone lid up, wipe the cord, wipe the chair down, just to be incredibly, and then no one goes in there for a week. So once one guest does it, it's cleaned, and it waits for the next guest. So... But the micro in all the years of doing stand up, I only saw one person uh, clean the microphone. And that was at the um, what's that place over in Silver Lake that Neil Hamburger does his show at a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I think God. it closed. Satellite. Satellite. Yeah, satellite. And I saw their tech guy with something even stronger than isopropyl alcohol. He took out a rag and when everything was set up, he wiped every microphone. I went. I have never seen that in my career. So I said, I appreciate, appreciate your attention to detail. Yeah. I've seen comics do it as a joke. Like they'll, you know, bring a napkin on stage yeah. or something. But that doesn't that do anything, a napkin. It's like, that was the joke. Hey, isn't he a great guy, folks? Don't you love him? Well, I'll tell you what, he's great. And then they wipe the mic with a napkin. That was funny when the first comedian did it, no doubt about it, but then afterwards. Yeah, I think the first time that was done, it was, it was on a, in a uh, cave drawing. um when was the last uh have you performed in in any of these outdoor shows or you know parking lot shows or anything like that todd well you know it's funny you say that i was saying the other day to a friend i feel like there were more outdoor shows when there wasn't covid and i have not if if one is incredibly safe i want to do it but I will. So I haven't done any yet. I've done a lot of Zoom shows, but you know what? I will say this. Do we talk about, oh, we talked about this already. Yeah, yeah. I was saying that I have been using the opportunity to perform. Even if you don't want to do Zoom shows, I've been telling all my comedian friends, even if you don't want to do a Zoom show, 
hang a black sheet in your house, go in front of it and do two minutes of stand up or three minutes and just put it on Twitter, put it on. You can keep your, you're a little sharp. It's not the same, but it's better than nothing. And I'm still surprised how many comedians, I don't think they're thinking it through. That's why I get it. I'm thinking it through, which makes it sound absurd. But if you think it through, there is no way doing just shows where you record it and put it right on Twitter or Instagram or join a Zoom show. There's no way that won't return you to stand up comedy sharper. If you're a boxer and you don't have a boxing <laughs> bag, well, you can't fight another person. You're not a fucking boxer. You, all your excuses. Well, the bag isn't the same as a human and the bag doesn't move and it doesn't. But it's something. Yeah, you got to punch something. You got to do stand up. And that's why I like saying, even if you don't want to join a Zoom show, then just turn on the camera for three minutes, do stand up and then just tweet it, Instagram it, do whatever you want with it, you know, but it does yeah. help to stand up, hold a microphone, even if it's not connected to anything and keep yourself sharp. And also, like we said before, do stand up with your podcast instincts. You, we should be having a ball because 10 years from now or five years from now, we're all going to look back and go, God, remember that period where you really couldn't read the room? Cause you couldn't, you didn't. So in other words, you didn't have to, that should be a little bit fun. Like you don't have to read the room. You know what funny is just go do it. And, and I bet your standup ends up better for it. Right. That makes yeah. Sense. It makes, uh, it makes sense. I, um, I've been doing, I'm going to do it again this Sunday, a show where they put up a stage out in the parking lot at the magic castle here in LA. And they give each comic their own separate microphone that's been cleaned. They, you know, no, none of the staff or the crew comes, you know, close to you and all the audience is, uh, you know, in their cars and, uh, it feels very safe and it's uh, it's fun to do. I heard uh, that's the one I constantly hear is really fun. And then I get insecure because I'm like, why haven't I been invited to it yet? Well, that's why I'm, I'm also driving at. I will happily tell them that you would do it. Uh, you know, if it sounds like something you'd like to do. Oh, I would love to do any outdoor show that has the rep for being safe. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm just trying to do as much stand up as I possibly can. Um, I did a lot of things on the internet. Scott Moran did them and he comes by and, and he, he just like would stay like 20 feet from my house. The fur is far away. He has a you know, good camera and he would drop off, like he would give me a disinfected lav mic and put, and I'd put it on myself. And um, I loved it. I had a, like a, just like when I went up at a comedy club, I had a piece of paper with my notes and, I, I didn't think it was that awkward to do without an audience. And don't get me wrong. Like I can't wait to perform in front of audiences again, of course, but I know what funny is. I do a podcast. We all know what funny is just commit and you'll find out you're getting positive feedback through other ways. Like, you know, an email or a tweet or, Hey, I really, even I got a tweet the other day from a comedian friend, Blake Wexler. He's like, Hey, I saw that bit and he pointed out something he liked about it. You'll get feedback. And it won't be the same as stand-up for live audiences. If you're looking for it to be as good as a live audience, it's not going to fucking happen. But you can get, it can do something good for you. I've just been yelling jokes at the coyotes in the ravine down here. It seems to help. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once again, I'll be there Sunday night. And it's called, uh, if you look it up on the internet, the show is called Magic Asphalt at the Magic Castle. And, um, you know, yeah, come out, come give it, out give, and see me. 
Hey, Doug, can I plug something real quick? Yeah, well, that's where we're uh, we're winding into the uh, the plug section now. So uh, what oh, do you okay. got? So, I mean, obviously anybody could tune in for this, but I've done this a few times. I like to do it directly for one club. It just feels personal. I, me- I mentioned them on stage, but again, anybody could tune in. But on December 4th, I'm doing a show for the Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh on December 4th at um, 6 o'clock California time you know six o'clock california time and i'm just doing an hour show and um it's just going to be for the arcade comedy theater you know just so i can you know i had a great time when i was there and so there you go and i do an hour i have i have a a, a teeny little band in my studio with two people you know and um and i commit and i love it and uh, i'm really looking forward to it december 4th six o'clock pacific nine o'clock eastern Exactly. The Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh, just this awesome, ridiculously cool black box theater. And I was there in January and had a really good time. And I was like a few weeks ago, we're like, why don't we just I'll do a show just for you. You know, but I keep telling them, advertise it. Put the picture of me on a stage. You need to say from a real stage right into your real living room, because people are so programmed now that the majority of the time when they tune in to see stand up, there's an air conditioner behind someone, a refrigerator like let them know I'm going to commit to this. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do a real show. If you sit down in your house and you turn out the lights, you're going to feel pretty fucking close to what it feels like to be at a standy, a standup club. A standy club. A standy club. (laughs) (laughs) And Doug Mellard, you've got a, uh, your album's almost here. It's here tonight at midnight. I guess. Oh shit. Tonight. the The podcast comes out by the time this is out. Fart Safari three fart hard with a vengeance should be out. Uh, November 20th, tomorrow, tonight, whatever. Yeah, turn this off and go get that album. <laughs> After Can't believe they listen to so much of this without getting the album. <laughs> Check it out after you listen. Uh, what Can't should wait. we call Find this? Uh, what should we call this episode? We always give it a, uh, a, a some sort of Doug uh, title, some sort of pun or something. I was thinking maybe. Uh, not really a pun, but what if what if we called it Doug's Not Dicks <laughs> <laughs> with Todd Glass? Love it. All right. Oh, never mind. What? What do you got? What do you got? It was just so stupid. I there used to. I don't know if there's anything to do with it, but puns. There used to be. A, there's a meat company in Culver City, and it, and on the trucks it says you can't beat our meat. I'm like, do they mind a masturbation joke like about their food, or do they not even know that that's what that means? But anyway, that's for another show. Does whack whack work there too? <laughs> I, I really think they do think that they're being funny when they say that. Probably, yeah. But it is, it's a gross thing. We jerk off on the meat we're going to sell you. Yeah, get it. Jerking <laughs> off, Enjoy eat it. our food. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, we did it. This is uh, the 18th episode. We're hoping to make it to 20. And uh, thank you to our guest, Todd Glass. Thank you, Doug. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. Doug one, Doug two. I was throw a little love Ryan's way, and um, I always love hanging out with you. It's it's always it's great a lot talking of fun. to you. I can't wait to come to your house and sit behind the glass and talk to Todd Glass. <laughs> All right, great. All right, buddy. All right, bye, uh, guys. As always, <laughs> Doug's <laughs> not dicks. <laughs> Got it. <laughs>